of last week's chapter, which was fascinating. I spent a lot of time thinking about it this week in terms of the balance and, and, and the idea of a person has and what they could, what they is appropriate, what they shouldn't be doing with their money and how what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. And he gave the end of the last chapter with what's functional is okay, what a person needs to spend is certainly okay to be able to function better and function more properly, so that's that's okay. But one starts feeling that I can do it because I own it, because it's mine, I have a right, I have the ability, that's where it's crossing a line. It takes it one step further now, and it really gets into more, even more dachistic. And this is one of the challenges that we, you know, is relevant at every social, um, economical level. It's not relevant to only someone has a lot of money or a little money. Or it's, it's really on every, on every level. How a person approaches spending money and where exactly what does Kodesh Baruch Hu want in terms of that. So we'll go through this chapter. We're going to see the, the diktik and the pretty pratim in terms of how it's done. It's really, it, it's fascinating how much a person really should be and needs to be thinking really every aspect in spending, whether it's large purchases, small purchases, what I'm spending money on. We'll see as we go through it. So he says, as we acquire means, the question comes of, how do I use my means and assets? Hashem gave me money, so Hashem wanted me to enjoy it. And Okay, so how do we do that? So first, last chapter was about nemonis, right? about being nemon. What is it reflecting on Kodesh Baruch Hu? That was really the last chapter. The way I spend money is a reflection of a Kodesh Baruch Hu or not. If I'm doing it because I, and it's about me and what I want, that's not a reflection of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. If it's about what a Kodesh Baruch Hu wants, that's a reflection. That was one aspect. Okay, but now taking it in a more practical way. So does that mean that a person should be giving all the extra money to tzedakah and living on the most simplest, basic level possible? It means after a person was spent with the need for functioning. So now what? They spend nothing? Zero? And a person can't, shouldn't be able to spend anything more than that? So he says, no. He says, brings a number of chazals and, and different farmers will see. So he says, first the Gemara says, right, the well-known Gemara, that when a person is spending on food and clothing, as the Gemara says, I read in the, the footnote on the bottom, he says, Darish of Avira, it's interesting that a person, in terms of food and drink, to spend a little bit less than they have. I mean, don't have to, I don't have to spend exactly as much as I have in terms of food and drink. But a person should dress and spend money in terms of clothing proportionally to what they have. That is interesting. It's uh, the part the part of art is that when it comes to clothing, which is the aspect of covid, so a person has to be has some level of dignity, and that goes to fema and food and drink, which is not really about covid; it's about what a person needs for himself, his own type, his own feeling. It's to minimize a little bit. That's right, a little less than. But in when it comes to clothing, the abish is chasim mashiyeshli. Chazal say this most single person should dress according to the amount. This is an aspect of spending, what a person has, it's appropriate to spend. And then he says, I think what it says, when it comes to cover, it's even more than a person has. Because they're tully in that. And that's the next Gemara, the Gemara talks about spending money on cleaning help, and it's part of the person's chiv towards the husband, towards his wife. To find cleaning help first, that's the first challenge. But as soon as you can find it, then a person is to do so. So it seems like there's a musig of certainly spending. The person has spending it. Don't say we don't say that you know, live, 
even though we all know the Chazal, I'm sure it's just a Tishan, that has to be understood in the context of everything, of, of numerous other Chazals, including this one, that says, it's a person should dress according to what they have, appropriately dignified, and and different levels, and it, that does go based on how much person has to be able to dress on different levels. That, that's clear in the Gemara. Even Achil Vashti is a little bit less than that, but it does have an impact to make some person could afford. He's allowed to go and spend more, and, and, and there's, there's a Muslim to it. One, in terms of Chazal. Then he quotes the Kuzari. Kuzari is a fascinating Kuzari. So read it inside. So tell you if you do the Sigufim, I tell you when they don't want a person to be um, suffering and to be afflicting themselves, that's certainly not the Derech HaTera. Everything is with a with a proper vida. fascinating thing is that the person has to give be giving to the kechas and nefesh and the guf as much as it deserves, and not more, not less. He says when a person gives, unfortunately, sometimes too much stress, too much focus on one aspect, it takes away from somewhere else. Right? A person says, you know what? I'm going to stay up till 3 o'clock in the morning learning. Okay, you know what? In, in the morning, you're probably not going to get up in the morning for shachris. So, they're spending too much. Everything, everything is in balance, right? The more you focus on one area, something else is probably going to suffer as a result of taking away from that. So, he says, When a person focuses too much on one area, something else is going to suffer and, and he minimizes the result. The person who has a push or focus towards Kayach it's going to be minimized in Kayach HaMachshava. And because these are almost like two polar opposites, the person's physical basic desires in the Kayach HaMachshava, and each one sort of balances each other out. The person focuses too much on Nitzuach, that's Nitzuach, uh, which is, I guess, the flip side of, of always wanting to be successful, etc., and, and winning over other people. Fine. Then he gives two examples. He says a person fasting doesn't make sense for a person who is needs the kayak needs needs the, the the strength to do so. Why? This person's body needs it, and him going focusing very nice is accomplishing. Or he thinks he's accomplishing through fasting, and he's doing it for tshuva. Doing it for all the right reasons. But the something else is suffering. His body is going to suffer as a result. And even if a person was not so weak. His body will suffer as a result. So very nice, he's gaining through fasting somewhat, but everything else suffers. And therefore, the idea of going in this down the middle of the road is 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 the the, the way to go. This this last point is says vaf muet v'chishas kinyanim in avodisel kim et lamisha achishom is the menes leblo yigia. This is a fascinating line. He says that the idea of spending and minimizing uh, buying and possessions is that avodisel kim. It's a Misha, a Chishim is a menace level like, yeah, come on, who, who's not putting extra effort or difficult effort to spending it and to having the money to do it? And it's not taking away from Limit and and doing good actions. It means a person who has the ability to make money and spend money and doesn't take away from anything else. So he doesn't, he says, it doesn't seem to be Eina Avedis Alakim. To say that I'm just not going to spend it, and and clearly saying the reason why. He says what happens is the person holds back and and lives in a very minimalistic standard over here. Something else is going to suffer as a result. Person will feel symptom. Person will feel like I, 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 I it's it's hard for me. He says I mean, everything's going to have a cost. 
So if there's taking away too much from a person's focus and, and from their maizim and from their learning and from their, it's too much effort. Okay, say that's the reason why to minimalize. But he says if it's not doing from that, so focusing too much on minimization, that's a word, minimizing, probably a better word, minimizing is going to end up as a result. Something is going to, something's going to lo- get lost from that. Kuzma is saying a fascinating thing. When he says it's a Mishar is the menace line. So, is that- Right, but like, yeah, is that making the money to buy the I think both. Or the I, th- I thought both. I thought, I thought he was including in both. Like that, that, it, it comes, it's not too much effort in terms of making the money, in terms of spending the money. It doesn't come with, with it's, not, it's not a great cost of that. Says you could do it. It's fine. So, because we were saying that this is part of, I think he's saying it's part of human nature. And if we're going to go to an extreme in one place, something else will suffer. And therefore, a person, based on their normal Teva, to be able to want to spend money and have a certain level of, of comfortable lifestyle, because we're saying that's a good thing, that's an important thing, and to ignore that and over try to overcome that and squelch that is going to be unhealthy somewhere else. So it's important you say. So you have, we have the Chazal. The Chazal say the idea of spending money based at least on what a person has. And this is the idea of the Kuzri, more Ashkafic idea. If I push too much one area, something else will suffer. Then he throws in the Gain. The Gain is a little bit, the lush of the Gain is, is, is a little bit uh, less so, but the Gain does say a very important side. He says, The, the Gain says, just the types of the words, right? It's probably words that we always heard are treif. It's treif. Person wants money. Person, right? That sounds like trade for words. The going the going to least doesn't say it's, it's it's a mitzvah, but he says that you can't say there's something which is off limits and it's forbidden. Something which is wrong, and he says, look at the pesukim, kengsev, l'mani v'racha shemalukach b'chamasi v'dachah shetasa. Right? The pesukim give haftachis and seems to say this is a bracha. Person receives, the person has, and the person can spend. That's that's all included in that. The going says, "Ach, it has to be done faithfully and properly." They ask the avos, do things which are wrong. You can't obviously step on things which are not yours. And, and but the going seems to be saying clearly is that a person having, desiring, <coughs> using monies is all part and parcel of of what's okay and what's acceptable. So again, how the system we're not going into right now because that, that's all that's all sure clearly in itself. But at least the music of being comfortable and being acceptable and appropriate and spending money according to what a person has, these you know, is saying it's okay. So but where's the where's the cutoff point? Where's the balance? And where's where's what are the things one has, one has to be careful about and not to overstep in terms of how far it's gonna go. So last week we learned one thing. When a person's doing it because, you know, since I'm so level, I have to spend, you know, so because I, I've made so much, I therefore I have a right to, I can, basically ignoring that Kaddish Baruch aspect, focusing on the eye. That was from a Shkafic point. Here we get to the more practical points, which is also something which is very, um, very relevant as well. He says, firstly, every person is going to have a, a, a situation where they're going to, they may spend money, which has ramifications not just for now, but for the future as well. The person decides that I'm going to buy a house. And it comes along with a certain expectation of a mortgage. That's unfortunately a thirty-year 
all, right? It doesn't go away, it doesn't go away so quickly. 30 year olds. So that means a person making a decision now for the next 30 years is, is, is relevant in terms of the decision they make. A, right? Person says, I'm leasing your car, right? So this comes along with X amount of years that the decisions are made. Everything, and, and it's even more than that, even when it's not tied into things, when a person spends a certain, a certain level, so it, it develops in itself. That's my, that's my baseline now. And a person could be constantly raising the baseline. So when a person raises the baseline, whether it's in terms of a house, a car, or anything else, he says, a person has to really ask himself if they can reasonably expect to maintain a standard for the foreseeable future. Uh, no, is, is that, again, no one knows, no one's enough, he knows Ruach HaKadosh, but it has to be with that cheshbon in mind. And he says, one of the most common gateways to Gehenim, when a person says, is someone has a boom year in business, he then buys into a wealthy neighborhood, keeping up with his present earnings, and cost of maintaining his house, and all the expenses, everything rises, and obviously then, unfortunately, if he doesn't have a good year afterwards, he says, the, it produces incredible stresses and strains, that's pile up, and Shalmayas takes a terrible hit, Right, because that's that's the first thing in terms of everything. A person, right, before one makes an, an, any expenditures, it's all going to have a cost for the future. And to really take into cheshbon, it, it needs a cheshbon of how do I take a vacation this year? So do I? Am I now setting a standard of how my, my vacation looks, or what it looks, how long it is, how much I spend on it? All those things make a chiluk in terms of how we're creating a standard for ourselves, which may be beyond the standard. We're not, even if it's now, it's okay, but may for next year and the year after and, the, and, and beyond that, one has to be very careful about that. That was the first point he says. Second thing he says, when a person expands the scope of economic activities, so his endeavors, everything takes time. So, a person buys a yacht. I mean, it's, a, it's like a example, but you know, they have to find time to be busy with it, take care of it, etc. So, the basic idea that the more one spends, they can be busy with it. That'll take away. You know, we we often buy things to give us more "quote unquote" menuchas and nefesh, and often it almost does exactly the opposite of that. Right? There's, 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 it really goes almost hand in hand. Right? The more it's supposed to take away menuchas and nefesh, the more it, the more it, uh, it doesn't. Right? The vacation or right? The person's busy with it for half the year, trying to make sure it's uh, it's updated and has all the things, and then he has caretakers and, and managers and zach and busy on the phone half the year with it because it's the other half of the year yet. Right? So, right? But that's that's a pashut chazal and pashut. We, we know it to be true. On major levels of vacation homes and much smaller levels, which are not which are right things. That, that the, the more right, acquisitions a person has, the more it's going to take up of his time and his, and, and focus. And that's something which is uh, the, the most valuable commodity we have is is our, is our ability to focus and have time for things that we want to focus on. Second aspect, a third, and this is a very very hush of a thing, is raising children in an environment that's beyond the means of a normal person becomes a handicap for them. And this is, you know, again, this is true on every level. It's true on very wealthy levels for sure. But true on other levels as well is that, you know, when a person doesn't train their children in terms of, of spending and standards, they're doing a tremendous disservice to them. I'm just going to share something very personal now, which I, which I, which I do with our, with our children. Most of you have young children, so it's not as, um, not a stage that you've gotten to yet. But I just want to give something which I found very valuable. We send the children generally from seventh grade. We're in seventh grade with sleepaway camp. I feel it's very important. They should be able to be certainly when you're living in a small town, which is wonderful, has all the incredible advantages. But one of the nice things about them being exposed to things beyond the horizon, I think, which is a very, very hush of a thing. So we have a thing we do with all children that we, we pay for camp, but we don't give any spending money. Any spending money. All spending money is they have to raise themselves, raise themselves. 
And the same thing was, which sent our Baruch Hashem, our third order seminary, same thing. Okay, we paid for seminary, uh, which is Hashem Hain uh, Rav. Right, I think uh, <laughs> it's twenty five thousand dollars. It was paid Baruch Hashem, in the world. Um, but Lamaista, we don't give we don't give any spending money, and not because we Baruch Hashem, we, we can we can uh, spend twenty five thousand dollars and give another whatever two thousand dollars spending money also. But it's it's really, and I found this to be so so incredible. We. It teaches children at a very young age, even going to seventh grade, there's a mystic of responsibility and of money and how I spend it and how and all. If not, this becomes something. Money becomes something which is like just, you know, the parents' ATM machine, and and that's 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 what parents are for. Hi, I buy any money. That's that's what, and it, 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 it's an incredible thing. My my son just went for the first time to camp this year. Went to Coltair. Went to seventh. Instead of going to seventh grade, so he the beginning part of the summer he was, he was trying to find different ways and babysitting in different ways. And he and the we came back. He said he spent on the canteen. He spent this much and that much. And every day was bechesbin and this and that. And this kid's he's he's twelve years old. He's making chesbinus of how much you should know and and lemaista. You know, it's, so it's an incredible, incredible lesson. And this is part of really. Giving over to our children the musig of, of of money and value and and expenses and and it, it's such a it's such a such a valuable valuable thing and you know, seminary especially because they have the ability to spend you know an extra ten thousand dollars easily they could I'm saying food. right <laughs> yeah, food and, and 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 vacations and things like that and restaurants like you know it, there's bats of no end and the girls unfortunately and unfortunately whatever, whatever they they do whatever without judging they do and. Lamaisa, it's very easy to get caught up into that. And Lamaisa, if if someone else's expense accounts, so then okay, so then <laughs> I'll get caught up into it and just always need more money. So when it also wants the own expense, own expense account, it's very different way of looking at it. And it's part of the Muslim that he's talking about now is in terms of raising children in an environment and church and 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 training them and giving them musagim in terms of how the value of money, the 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 way we look at money. Spending money, all those things, something which is which is a crucial, crucial lessons that children get very sometimes very mixed messages on, and especially when we tell children, you know, that you know, for us sometimes when for ourselves we're we're we can not have limitations or have li- li- minimal limitations. For children, we have a lot of limitations. It doesn't like it doesn't fit. They don't like understand. Like it's, it's, a mis- it's mixed messages, and like this is the, the last the next point he mentions in terms of. Particularly for children, and be able to give them over healthy understanding and appreciation and connection to how things are spent. So his first example is when they're, you know, they're, they're being given a lot in a, in a society which is, you know, beyond their means. This is a very interesting point, a very fascinating you know, psychological point. He says. When children mature, they realize that expected earnings will never come close to affording that lifestyle. It means parents, children are being raised in a very lavish and expensive lifestyle. So then, then for sure, they're, they're spending and they're you know lots of money as as children, and they they'll never make that amount of money to be able to do it on their own. And the only realistic option is except support from the parents, which itself is really crippling for a child to be. And that's really what the same thing like I was referring to before about children like raising their own money and spending their own money is that. There's a certain important aspect that a person's been chayrin that they that they need to without telling someone else. Right when I once heard a beautiful pshat, we say um, we say in benching literally manas bus of a dumb. Now what does mean manas bus of a dumb? Right, that a person should, we shouldn't be in the in the in the hands of of manas bus of a dumb. So a simple pshat is is that we shouldn't be telling other people. Right, shouldn't other people. There shouldn't be. Right, shouldn't be. Uh, 
dependent upon about other people, and we should be able to have have our own ability. So the pshat, which is takes to another level, from Rebbezevlaf, he said a pshat that manas basavadam is about someone who sees their wealth as mamish their basavadam, their 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 flesh alain. It's the flesh alain. He says people are like there, especially when like you know when they when I'm being um, taken care of or supported by a person who, who mamish you know sees. Me and them is like because I'm supporting them, so like mamish, they 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 belong to me because that's giving them mamish. I'm giving <laughs> I'm giving them myself. So that's mamish an extreme level. This so on the simple level and the extreme level that the pshats you say is the same is that a person has the ability and needs to have the ability to really be on their own and not not take away from the importance of support and parents supporting children and learning etc. There's certainly a time and a place for that and a mocking for that, but be karon be aside of a person to be able to be in, independent and, and be able to do that at a time that's appropriate for them is a very important side. And unfortunately, when a person raises children where they don't have that concept, they're missing that concept, they're losing it tremendously um, in terms of themselves. And he says, depressing, and it the, the forces anxiety and for reality, etc. So that's another third um, aspect, which is very, very, um, very harsh. And the fourth goes along with that as well, and he says some people decide to lay in a more moderate income neighborhood, but they keep the lifestyle up, right? Which is unfortunately the opposite. They're they're living among people who are of limited means, but they're living in a very extravagant lifestyle. So obviously it creates jealousy, etc. That's also obviously inappropriate in terms of what's with them. And I just want to add one point over this. You know, just the idea of living within society years ago. I spoke to, I was in learning in Chicago then, and I speak to Marish Kirill. So they had, this was this was our Shiloh then. I look back now, it sounds like this was our big Shiloh. But um, they used to serve in the school in Chicago, they used to serve hot lunch, right? But hot lunch came at a price. It used to be in the olden days, they actually used to charge for hot lunch, they charged real money. And the government didn't pay for it, and it wasn't something, I think it made $4, $4 a lunch. So it was, it was not, 15 years ago, whatever, $4 a lunch. And they used to offer it, you know, once a week, twice a week, four dollars a lunch. So it was a lot of I was in Kyle, it was a lot of money for us. You know, it's four dollars out of a few kids. Like so it's much Kyle, like, you know, I, I couldn't afford it, I could afford it, but nice, it was real money. It was like, you know, told me very harsh of a thing. He said, like, the nice, it was one of the most kids in the class doing. He said, Well, so good class, I could you know, do it there. I think it's once a week or twice a week. You know, so he said, he said, you know, there's there's a very important mostly for children and for maintaining that that children are doing basically if, if everyone else is doing it. Music of, of, of doing it as well, and not you know after you know so this it's the flip side of this you know sometimes we do it in in the negative way and he's saying it, it's true also the, the flip side that if this is what's being done you know our children ourselves don't have to stick out in a way which is going to be different from from society so as much as you know we don't just follow the Joneses but there's a you know in, in a certain level of, of right, a certain standard right a certain standard which once became so accepted he goes that's something which is if I care it's, it's, a, it's okay it's healthy it's normal like just do things that so what he's saying Aaron's saying on the flip side as well that a person lifts and, and raises above the people around them that's certainly something which is very 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 negative and the last point, which is going to start this week, I want to focus on more next week because this this is probably the most, to me, the most um, compelling and the most uh, thing which really talks the most, I think, to to the the downside when a person focuses on, on the world of Gashmi is, is that an indulgent, and indulgent is, is lav dafka, just indulgent, but indulgent at any level, 
naturally pushes the person away from Ruchni. This is not in many sources. We'll go through the sources on Mishra next week, but I just want to mention I heard, remember the Shmuz, it rings in my head from from Mashkech, Vatisiel, Shlita, Shlema, that um, he, he, he said that you know a person has a limited capacity of everything. Everything we, we know, we, we don't have unlimited capacity for things. So we have a limited capacity in our in our um, in our desires, I think he was. I think it was so focused on simcha in particular. He says, you know, limited capacity for simcha. That how where simcha is going to come from? What's going to be the, the source of our simcha? He says that it's poshut. The person has the focus of the simcha coming from dvarim gashmiim. It's going to limit the simcha dvarim ruchniim. It just he says it, it. It's not unlimited. We have, we, have, we have limited capacity for everything. Simcha focus. All the, it's limited. And even in Midas, that, that that's really what we're saying. So in capacity, it's much easier. And focus is much easier to understand. Obviously, we can't focus on everything. That's Pasha. So even in Simcha, and how much appreciation a person has, how much, how much, um, you know, connection on, on a, on a, on a Machshavatik level a person has, it's, it's all, it's all, it's all limited. And the more that a person has a pull, a push, a connection, a relationship in, in, the, in the, in Gashbim, there's no question. Everything is that balance. Really goes back to Kuzri you mentioned. You know, mentioned earlier is that everything has has a has a has a cost. So nothing is without a cost. When there's a push in this way, it's going to pull somewhere else, and vice versa as well. When a person pulls here, a push is there. Right? Everything goes together. So these are these are the, the, really the I think the five points he made in terms of you know besides the the monasteries, the last week, the five points in terms of very practical points that how to think about and focus on in terms of the person thinking about spending money and how we do it and where we do it and when we do it is that number one thinking about the future right thinking about beyond that the ma'abar nechassam aspect which is a very practical simple aspect what are we doing and how are we affecting our children in a very you know a very in a very real way how are we affecting vis-a-vis others in terms of, of kinna and other things like that. And this last thing is the, the, the balance that's going to cause taking away one from the other and that, that the, the importance of realizing that it's impossible for not taking away from one from the other. And it's just, it's just a, a reality of life. And when we have all those things in mind, it's to give a person a different perspective in terms of boundaries, in terms of balance, in terms of fo- focusing things in a healthy, proper, appropriate way no matter how much or how little one has, this balance is, is necessary in every level. And because every level a person has, there's, there's, there's a balance necessary. Yeah, how much, how little, how much, and, and, and we, yeah, we're not, it's going to be relevant. So, Mr. Shem, we should be, we'll see more about this, this period next week, but the ability to do things with a, with a, with a, with a, with a cheshben, with a cheshben, and with appropriate boundaries and appropriate approach is really what the, what the goal of, of how and, and uh, parameters of in terms of spending money, we should do it. Has been and properly. Mizrach Hashem is Baruch. Mizrach Hashem.